Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we are going to talk about China and Russia and the United States and football. A um, number of questions came in about whether or not China was more of a near peer than Russia. One in particular asked whether or not they were better than Russia and if they were truly a peer. So we're going to go through that. Now keep in mind, this is conventional toe-to-toe -to -toe matchups. The United States, and I'm going to use this analogy because I scrolled your profile. The United States, Super Bowl champs. Okay. Russia has proven itself to be a community college team. China is a college team, maybe a championship college team. Um, we don't know because there's, there's a lot of stuff we don't know about the Chinese military. You have the stats, you have the equipment, you have the numbers, all of that stuff. But we don't know how the Chinese military actually fights, how well they integrate. We don't know this because the Chinese military doesn't engage in a lot of, you know, military foreign interventions. Good for them. <laughs> kind of wish the U.S. was a little bit more like that, to be honest. Um, but because of not really seeing it in action, don't know. There's a lot of question marks. Um, their equipment is good. Estimates suggest it is definitely better maintained than the Russian equipment. They have a good manufacturing base. They have a lot of people. There are questions about their logistics. I remember with Russia, logistics really uh, played a role in the early failure. Um, China, we don't have a clear picture of that. There aren't a lot of estimates that, that provide a clear picture of Chinese military logistics as far as getting stuff to where it needs to be and stuff like that. Uh, personally, it's a lot like the beginning of Ukraine. You know, conventional wisdom says that Russia was just going to move in. I was like, yeah, I don't know about that. With, with China, the conventional wisdom is because they haven't done it a lot, they're not going to be really good at it. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> um, and this is based pretty much entirely on their trade. You don't have a trading empire like China has without logistics. And because of the way their government works and a lot of overlap, the military should be learning from the civilian side of things. So I, I'm, I think their logistics is better than what a lot of people give them credit for. So their intelligence, definitely better than Russia's. I mean, definitely better than Russia's. 
Uh, and it's worth remembering there was a point in time when Russian intelligence was, was top tier. Not so much that they've shown that repeatedly. Uh, Chinese intelligence is pretty good. So they are a near peer. They are not a peer. They are a country that if the bulk of the estimates about their capabilities are correct, if they were to dump a bunch of cash into defense, they could be a peer within a decade. They really could ramp things up. Um, I don't really see them doing that. Historically, they don't like using military force. Good for them. I really hope that they stick to that. Um, but they do have the capability if they pushed and tried to. Uh, I, I want to reiterate, I don't think they're going to try to. So this is not grounds to, you know, ramp up an already bloated U.S. defense budget. But it's, it's there. I think the important thing to remember when you're talking about conventional matchups like that, all of the simulations, all of the wargaming when it comes to Taiwan, China inflicts massive damage on the U.S. But in most scenarios, they don't get Taiwan. Um, and it's worth remembering that in those war games, that's pitting everything China has that it can use. Because you have to keep some for defense and some in reserve. It's pitting basically everything they've got against about an eighth of the U.S. military. Um, it's... It's one of those things where if China decided to become a peer, they'd have to ramp up a whole lot and they would have to start small. When it comes to their ability to have troops anywhere the way the U.S. does, that takes time. Um, you know, the United States, it took the U.S., what, 80 years to get to where it's at. And I don't think China actually wants to do that. I think they understand the giant pitfalls that come with that. Um, it doesn't really seem to be in their national interest, in their national character, to become expansionist. Uh, not to the degree that a lot of people seem to think or seem to want because they want that enemy. Um, so, near peer could be a peer if they put the effort into it and money, primarily money. Um, but at the same time, I don't think they want to. I don't, I don't think they want to be a, a second world's policeman. I mean, let's be real. It, it, it hasn't worked out so great for the U.S. in, in the grand scheme. So I, I don't really foresee, foresee them doing that. Um, they're the next largest competitor, so all of the U.S. propaganda is going to be aimed at them. But I don't really foresee a situation outside of Taiwan 
where the U.S. and China would ever come to blows. That doesn't, that doesn't seem likely at all. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.